it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to sleep with somebody or lay in the bed with somebody if you know you know something were to happen you know your rent or your light bill couldn't be paid so so we were watching a uh, video of uh, one of my friends. He was actually interviewed on the table with Anthony O'Neill. Shout out to Tech Bad Trey. Shout out. Hey. And, um, you know, in the clip, he talked about more money equaling better sets in marriage. So kind of, uh, I showed the clip to my wife. And it kinda and I was like, like yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it got us it <laughs> thinking and talking about it. And we're like, no, this is a good conversation to have. I think, um, I think that... I think that more money does equal better sets. But before we get started, I just, we wanted to shout out this coffee brand. Somebody shipped us some coffee and if you haven't seen the bag, it is the small batch of Brew Me Baby coffee. We'll leave the link in the description. All right. All right. But yeah, you said it does. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it does, man. You know, I think that like in our marriage, for example, I would say that in the seasons where money felt a little more stable, where things were a little better financially, mm -hmm. I felt like you were, uh, you were more open, like less stressed, you know, more uh, available in those areas. Okay. You know, so I mean, am yeah, I wrong? I agree. I think that most women, whether you married or single, um, I think it boils down to the feeling of security, uh, that everything's going to be okay. I mean, you know, back in my undergrad, I had a friend, she would always say, you know, it's hard to... <laughs> It's hard to sleep with somebody or lay in the bed with somebody if you know, you know, something were to happen, you know, your rent or your light bill couldn't be paid. So, you know, that's what, that's something that she said. And it always kind of stuck with me in the back of my, like I got what she was saying, but I was too young enough to understand it fully until I became an adult. And so I think that it's just, it just boils down to security. It's not like, oh, you have this money because for a lot of women who uh, had their own money before they got married, like I had my own career and everything before I got married, you know, you you were fine in that, you know. It's just that, like, when you, I feel when you get married, you're it ends up kind of, I don't know, falling a little bit more on the husband's responsibility to provide, not solely because you know women can bring in income as well and you know have their own businesses, but that's what you look to. I feel like you look to your leader, and inside your house, your your leader is, you know, is your husband. So when money's not right, it's hard to think about. I mean, they're, they're like little periods where, oh, it could be awful. When it's like a constant thing or long periods of it, it's really hard to um, be open um, sexually or um, want to try things because you're stressed out about other things. Like, how are these things going to be met? How are these things going to be met? Like, you know, will I have my house? You know, are we going to have to be like, all these other things that come up, I think, as a, as a woman and a wife, you know? No, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean... I guess one of the things where I, I get torn on, like, um, so I think I think there's a middle ground, right? Like, you know, I think, you know, you you still you still support people. Like, I think it's thick and thin mm -hmm. for richer or poor, right? Right? You know, that does factor in. I don't think that that there should be a level of like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm still going to love this person for yeah. for who they are and for the, like the man or woman they are, right? Uh, not um, based on what they can do, do. Yep. but like on who they are, who God views them as. So I do think that that still has to be in it, uh -huh. but I can also understand that practically, right? You know, there's a spiritual part of my, my spiritual answer that's a practical. You know, I grew up in the hood, man. So like people, uh, women in the, in the hood areas, they would say things like, he can't pay my bills and like, I'm, I'm yeah. done. Yeah, like, yeah. He can't do nothing for me. 
So like, I'm good, like I'm straight. Like I can't even get turned on by him, he broke. And that's error in thinking, right? That is that is error in thinking, that is the string theory, the hood mentality of, you know, hustling and, and, and um, you know, men feeling that they have to be out here and doing grimy stuff or, you know, into right. crime to be able to provide for these, um, I would say high price, high maintenance, high ticketed um, women. Uh, and I ain't saying nothing wrong with them, but just like putting that pressure in a sense. I get that. And I completely agree. It has to be, you know, graced and through thick and thin. But what's super important is that as a wife, right? Or as a husband, when you are, and I've had this experience in my past, but like when you see your spouse or someone that you're with, you know, not giving their all or not working hard in that area, you know that they can be better. You know, you, you you may try to bring it up to them in a certain way so that they can understand so that they can be better. You know, they're not doing the best that they could do. You see areas of improvement in them. Um, and then you also see things that are not good or things that are, can be better. That I think is a frustration. It's not like, oh, it's not because you're not making a, a lot of money or, 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 I'm not being sexually aroused or turned on because you know my bills are not getting paid. It's like those are not getting paid, and you're not doing the best that you can do to put the, uh, our family or this family in the best financial spot. So I think that that has a lot to do with it um, too, making sure that that person is doing their best, you know, to get that. Because I feel like as women, wives, even in a relationship, you 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 know, it's just like it's. I feel like there's a peace you get when you know that that spouse is doing the best that they can, you know? And that's, you know what I'm saying? No, I get it. I mean, I think, I think when it comes to being like a man, like I, I can't speak for all men, but a, a pattern that I've seen, and even this within myself, there's a lot of pressure to be like, you know, to be a leader, to have it figured out. And there's a lot less grace for uh -huh. it because one, like God holds us responsible as men as well. You know, right. I'll take y'all the way back to the, the Garden of Eden, right? It doesn't matter if our wives messed up, guys still, you know, holds the man responsible. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, you know, using the example you gave, like trying your best. Sometimes you don't know what to do. And I think like there's this, uh, there's not necessarily as much grace on men to have a period of time where they have to figure those things out. Like it's like, oh, by a certain age, like you need to have this together. Mm -hmm. If you're a man and you're 20, you're 25 now, like, you should know this by now. You know, you're an old fool. He's 40 years old. He don't know already. You know, it's like, that's the kind of things you hear um, when, when you talk about a man. Like, you, you it's, at a certain age, he should already have this figured out. So there's not as much uh, grace when you're a man to be like, okay, you know what? And I don't know every man. I can't speak if I was saying for myself. There have been times where I've been in six circumstances where, like, I don't know which way to go. And I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm, I'm seeking guidance. Like, I mean, I, I'm seeking mentorship. I'm seeking someone to help me out because, like, I want to do more. I want to do better, but I don't even know what to do next. Yeah. You know, I'm in foreign territory. Everything I thought I knew hasn't been working. And now I'm trying to figure out this new thing. You know, um, for me as well, I mean, I, mean, you, I think all men or a good amount of men mm -hmm. feel this as well, that um, our our worth is based on how much we can provide. Like that's what makes you a good man. Some people, they feel like because they do provide, they ain't got to do nothing else. Well, I mean, I, I pay the bills. I do this and that. Now you go cook, you go watch the kids, you go do it. They don't, they don't participate in nothing else because they feel like they provide, which is also another flawed way of thinking. You shouldn't think just because just because you provide mm -hmm. money, you know, that 
that's enough that you don't have to you know be loving and faithful etc um but to dig deeper though sometimes men don't know like you're you're what you're explaining is a little different like sometimes you don't know but i do think there are some men who just have certain just lazy yeah like certain personality traits certain characteristics that they are not self-aware of like you know not motivated lazy um no discipline um and that's women too but I'm, we're specifically talking about the male right now it's women like that as well but that's those those are some of the things and there are men who will blame you know outside outside factors on or other people on like why their situation is the way it is versus like taking that inward thing and say okay is there something in me that i can be doing and then finding ways to say or finding out or discovering okay i don't know what i don't know on the outside but really working on that inside first because i feel like that inside work it's gonna is what's gonna make that outside work more attainable and you know you get what i'm trying to say no i get it i do get that yeah so i I, I think that, so yes, the answer is, we, I think that is better. And I think it's because, you know, you like, you feel, you feel safe, you know, you feel safe financially. Um, I mean, it's no different than like if infidelity happened in your, your relationship or your marriage or whatever, originally it's not going to, like, if you decide to work it out with that person, you, you, it's not going to feel safe at first. It's going to be real awkward trying to get through certain things or whatnot. Um, because you don't feel safe in that area sexually. So, you know, it's the same financially, like you, you need to be able to feel safe in it. Um, and I think as a wife, it can be challenging to, um, for any wife to, um, want to support, you know, your spouse in their goals and in their dreams and what they want to do. But you also see that, you know, as a, as a family, you know, that family isn't like thriving. So yeah, I think it, it, it matters. I mean, I, I, I think, think it becomes like a vicious cycle, right? I think that it becomes this like endless cycle. Uh, it's something different. Like when I was in college, one of the things that me and I got to talk about sometimes, maybe mm -hmm. like, um, so you have dudes who like dog out women and you have women who, you know, do maybe they ho-ish, right? I can't, there's another way uh -huh. I can think to put it. Right. Or they are, uh, all about the money or their, or their trifling as well. So, right. then, so then like every hurt person was someone who was hurt. Yeah. Right. So there's like, then that hurt person then hurts another hurt person. And then that cycle becomes an endless thing where yeah. it's like, all right, now you're in this thing where it doesn't end. It's a, it's a vacuum of just hurt and no one's actually really getting healed or being better or dealing with the trauma oh, that no. they themselves have experienced. Another, whole nother thing, right? Whole nother video. And a lot of times when you bring into a relationship, you bring in, sometimes you're hurt and your traumas. Yeah. And I think that's where communication is so important. I think uh, so many marriages fail in the area of communication. I think whenever you talk to someone like, well, what's the key to a good good, good marriage? They're always like, communication. Yeah, but like, what does that even, right? like communication, like, I'll tell you what, what I think even, like mean? I hate when people, I don't hate when people say that, but it, it gets it, It's annoying. just broad, it's broad. It seems like so cliche. It's, it's very and, like, basic, no one like, there. Communication is the key, like, all right, break that down. So, like, no, like, so I think in my experience now being being married, I'm uh -huh. starting to kind of see because people think, oh, if you're talking, you communicate. Uh -huh. People think that if you're having conversations, you're communicating. No, communication in a marriage is like having extremely tough conversations, regardless of if, like, you know, how you think the person's going to feel. Fearless communication. Fearless communication, right. 
So let's say in, in the event of a, a relationship where maybe a man is still in like, man, I feel like I might step out. Right. And maybe he needs to then speak to his wife and say, hey, you know, I may feel like I'm gonna step out because you know, we haven't been in this area. You know, I, mean, feeling, you know, I feel like you haven't really been uh, caring about my sexual yeah. needs. Yeah. You know, is that. And like, generally no one want to have that conversation because if you just say, I've been feeling like this, you might as well have done it, right? Yeah. You might as well have done it. So you, you have that conversation with someone and it turns to a very defensive, very big argument. So then it's almost as if your relationship can end off you just bringing up that you that you thought about something, yeah. right? But the plus side of that is like, if you, you got two mature people, that kind of conversation could save so many marriages from even approaching and having infidelity or having those um, those moments. If someone just had spoke up and said it, and then the other person can then receive and then say, okay, let's address that. Like, why, right. why, why do you feel that? Like, what what am I possibly doing wrong that could, you know, everyone has something that we all have responsibility, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's never all on one person. So it's never, it's never all on like, okay, you can go back to everything. Everything has a history. Like, okay, if you're feeling like, you know, you're not in a sexual need, not having sexual needs being met, it ain't just that you don't want to meet my sexual needs, but what's happening to make you not want to meet my sexual needs? So then that conversation then builds upon an even deeper thing where you realize, oh, I'm not feeling safe financially. I feel like you're not doing the best you could be doing. Blah, blah. Okay, so if I start doing that a little bit better, I work a little harder, you're saying that this, you know, and then it becomes like sales at that point, right? Yeah, but then it's like, it shouldn't even have to, like, as a person, I feel like you should want to do better. Like, it's not like, oh, if I do better, then I'll get this. It's like, do better to just be a better person yeah, like, in so life. I think, I think that is, um, I think that is a un unfair in the sense that like, it's no different than you have an employee, like you have a, a company, right? And a person gets put on like, they have a bad performance review or they're, they're regularly being reviewed. They may not necessarily see an issue with the performance they've been doing. They may be feeling like, oh, I've been doing well. I'm doing good. Like I'm straight, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of times it takes someone to seize something from a different perspective. Like we, 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 it's hard to see the forest from when you're in the trees, Yeah. right? Like you can't see everything about yourself because you, we're, we're complex human beings. So when you, you may think, oh man, I'm doing straight. Like I'm right. good. Like I feel like I'm doing everything I could. And that's what it, having a, a good spouse comes in and, and having a good manager or a good you know, a coworker or someone who says, hey man, you know, you could actually do a little bit better than this. All right. you know, having someone at church who says, hey man, you know, I see your spiritual, but I think this is an area you could work on. Everyone needs that, no matter what. It, it, it's not it's not that person that want to do better. They just thought they were doing better. And they, they don't have self-awareness in that area because they're still learning everything about themselves. Like, I don't know everything about you. I don't know everything about myself. You don't even know everything about yourself. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we don't even realize something's even a problem yeah. until someone says like something like, oh, well, no one's ever complained about this about me before. And then someone says something about it. And now it's like, no, that really is an issue. It yeah. really is an issue. So, you know, I use myself as an example. I know we'll make, we'll make it plain, we we'll keep it keep it simple. But I, I, within our relationship, there are times where like, there are things about me that you may have brought up about, you know, brought out to, to me, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say uh, something as simple as like, hey man, you know, your breath been a little off lately, right? And then it's like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, cause you can't smell your own breath always. Now, one person might be like, man, you should be able to smell your own breath. How you can't smell that breath? Stink as that breath is, you can't smell your own breath. <laughs> As thick as your breath is, you can't smell that, right? But like, if a person's been around that smell, you know, different than when you've been in the house and it's stank in the house and you don't smell it till you leave out the house and it's come back in. Yeah. Or you come back in, you're like, dang, what's that smell? That the trash is bad. Yeah. But you've been in the sink for so long, you don't know. <laughs> you don't even realize it. So then you're like, oh man, man, thank you for bringing that up. Let me go to the dentist. You find out you got a bad tooth. Yeah. 
all that time. It's like, man, I didn't know I had a bad But tooth. super important for the person receiving information to not be defensive. And then the person that's mm-hmm. delivering it, delivering it in the most tactful way. Because I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm guilty of not being able to deliver tactfully. I mean, you know, you said you it. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real though. So, so that's good. That's good communication, yeah. I think. I think, like I said, the conversation about whether or not more money equals better sets, it ain't as black and white or like as linear yeah. as, oh, I make more money, we'll have better sets. Right. The communication on why we need more money and why we aren't having better sets is much more important than, oh, I do A, I, we can get B. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No more twerking, I'll give you some <laughs>